Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So watch your head. It's time for... I never saw that. Hey, Micah. Hi, do you get it? Do you get the little tag we did there with the watch your head? Do I get it? Yeah. I do get it. Because we watched the head. Yeah. MTV's the head. I'm really curious uh, how many people have heard of... I've definitely heard of this show because Mm -hmm. when I was looking through lists, I've, you know, over and over I look through lists of TV shows and stuff that came out in our time period. And this is one that's come up a lot. And I it just seemed really familiar to me, though I clearly obviously had never seen it. This is one that was really on only while I was gone. It was two seasons. Yeah, September 1st, 1994 was the first episode, right? Yep, and there were only two very short seasons. But yeah, I'm curious. Let let us know if you're listening, if you have heard of the show or seen it or if you're a fan. It was um, on late night, like... Yeah, it was on. It was part of MTV's oddities, which seems to me sort of like a pre-adult swim kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like adult, real weird. I don't know what the other oddities were. I guess we should have looked that up. I thought we were going to. Maybe we'll watch. By we, I mean you. (laughs) Yeah, there was one called The Max with two X's that I yes, that sounds familiar. Also came later. But it Did was based w- on a comic book, I think. And I think it was an oddities Did as that well. one also have a weird head? Like a square-shaped head? Or am I thinking of Max Headroom? Yeah, I think you're probably thinking of Max Headroom, which is before our timeline. No, I know that. Hmm. You're a big Max Headroom fan? No, I just... No. Hmm. Well, I want to get into something right now because uh, some of our listeners recently have you know, I know it raises their anxiety when we go on too long and talk about other things before we get into seeing the funny oh, papers. one of our listeners. So mean? I just want to get into it right away. Get into the head? No. Get into talking seeing about... Seeing the funny papers. What? You know. I don't recognize the... The segment I always do. How about the... You recognize the music? See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. So we're talking about a comic by the name of Non Sequitur by Wiley Miller. We're on September 13th, 1994. We've done a Non Sequitur before. Have we? Yeah, it's. I think it's always a single panel. Um, I'm pretty sure. But I have a question for you before I get started. You know how some like single panel comics in particular have, they'll have like a drawing with something going on in there. And then at the bottom, there's like a caption. I do know. Yeah. So do you read... The caption first or the comic first? And then look at the caption. I don't know. Generally. Just what's your first instinct? Comic. The comic? First. Okay. So I'll describe the comic first then. Why are you asking? Just because it has a caption. It doesn't really have a caption like underneath. He drew but, a But I mean, you've never asked that, that before. I know. So like, does this one make more one. sense if you read the caption first? How would that no, make I any sense? No, I mean, it's sense? kind of the punchline. But they're well, all right, they're always, always like kind of that. the punchline. So I just wanted That's to ask. Why, okay. It's just something that came up, you know, as I was thinking about this today. Okay, so I'm going to start. 
Um, it's it's one panel, but it's long. It's a long panel, so like a rectangle, I guess okay. you would call it. Um, I'm going to start in the lower left corner, kind of the foreground-ish. We're, we're kind of like a bird's eye, a three-quarter bird's eye view, you know, in a room. It's a classroom. And there's uh-huh. a desk in the lower left with a computer on it. Big old CRT monitor, you know, like the old style No, ones. I don't know what that is. Like the I big I mean, I know what an old monitors. computer is. I don't know what yeah. CRT means. Cathode ray tube is what it means. Ah, oh, thank you. That yeah. clears it right up. So it's just a big, like the old TVs used to be big. Yeah, boxy. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sitting on top of the computer. There's a keyboard there with a cable. They're keyboard cables back then, man. They were just these thick braided things. Um, next to the computer on the desk for some reason is a little, looks like a book or something. And it says TV guide on it, which I think is weird. It's a weird place to keep your TV guide Isn't on the that... desk next to the computer. Okay. Um, Isn't TV Guide like copyright? Like, can they just put TV Guide in there? Yeah, I, I mean, I think you can, if you're drawing a cartoon, you well. can put things in that people recognize. It, it's not really about that. It's a weird thing to have in here at all. Um, I kind of, okay. <laughs> in front of the desk Wait, is a chair. Don't get upset. Uh-huh. But like, you went on and on and on and on. <laughs> I kind of spaced out a little bit. Yeah, I know. Because... I'm trying to get back into the way that you said you wanted it before. Just like the painstaking, <laughs> irrelevant details. Yeah. Description okay, but, of shapes. Okay. Uh, okay. So bir- this is what I know so far. Uh-huh. Bird's eye view. Bird's eye view. Classroom. Mm-hmm. Desk. Not straight bird's eye, like three quarters, you know? I don't know what that means. What the fuck does that mean? Like bird's three eye quarters. is like straight above. So this is like three quarters of the okay. way down. Like, or All up. right. Oh, from an angle, okay, uh, right. an upper, like a higher angle, I, you know, okay. we're looking down. Uh, there's a light over the desk and it's shaped like, you know, the big cone lights, like they hang from the ceiling, like a pendant thing, but it yes. comes down into like a big cone. Uh-huh. That's over the desk and it's lighting up the computer. Oh, right. The computer. Oh my God. I really, I don't know where I went. <laughs> I was not with you. So in the center of the panel there's a huge blackboard like a big long blackboard like a classroom style you know um and on the far right we can see through the back of the door like we're looking out the door so on the hallway from the hallway you'd see the letters but we see the letters reversed because we're looking through the back you know there are letters on the windows of the door oh oh okay not on the blackboard on the windows of the door yeah it says isaac's lab on it uh-huh. So I think it's physics lab. Yeah. I'm guessing. It's a pretty, Just yeah. Filling in here. So mm-hmm. we're in a physics lab. There's a huge blackboard. There's a guy working. He has a plaid shirt on um, and a baseball cap, it looks like. So on the blackboard from left <laughs> to right, um, there's a big, like a big circle with an arrow and then a smaller circle with an arrow. And they're kind of, it looks like they're orbiting around each other, kind of. Like that's the way the arrows are pointing. Um, below that is x squared minus z squared over 27m. And then there's an arrow down that says mc cubed, maybe, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, to the right of that, there's a square with um, the corners connected by lines. So there's an x in the middle of the square, right? And then on the top and on the side, there's um, a line with hey, Mike, arrows I'm... on both sides. Uh-huh. Are these is are these details important? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting there. Um the top of this part, um, it says M equals P divided by Z. 
And that's over something that I can't quite read. But under that is the square root of 3 over x minus y squared, I think. And then all of that is Should over... I be writing this down? Yeah, I mean, if you want to follow along, if you can't just do it in your head, you might want to write some of it down. But Okay. Um, and then 2 squared minus z. And then there's an arrow from the z that goes over to the next equation. Above that equation, though, it says circ equals w times h squared, I think. And then below that, there's like a drawing that is maybe supposed to be like a molecular drawing or something. It's a bunch of circles with lines connecting the circles into like a square with some other things hanging off. Um, below that is, I can't quite make it out. Um, I swear to God, if none of this matters. W cubed over 8.9983. I don't know. There's an arrow down from there that then goes to the square root of X minus Z cubed. All of this is divided by Y squared over 8P. This um, is hilarious and really good podcasting. Over the square root of MP3 oh divided by 3L. And then it says equals. And this guy that's writing it, that's wearing the like maybe plaid shirt with a baseball cap on backwards. It says equals whatever. And the caption is Generation X Calculus. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Okay, that payoff was Was worth that worth it. it? Yes. That was amazing. Are you kidding me? What a fucking boomer comic to me. <laughs> I mean, oh, Generation X rates whatever on the math problems. <laughs> I just thought it was perfect because we're watching The Head, which seems like a very Generation X, it's like MTV thing. It's such a Generation X thing. thing. Absolutely. And I mean, but that's, but The Head feels more like from the perspective of Generation X and this feels more right. like the perspective of a fucking boomer. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Wiley Miller probably is a boomer. I'm actually into that one. That is so, it's funny. It's just really, it's funny Be and not because it's accurate but because it's accurate <laughs> do you know what i mean yes and it's funny i mean i kind of know what you mean whatever no one knows what exactly whatever i mean like whatever yeah like whatever that was a pretty good one i will say um i hated it i hated every second of you describing it i hated all of it and so i was very happy that that long ass explanation paid off into something really amazing yeah you love it i love it so i, I did miss one little detail oh. there's a bunch of papers piled on the floor for no reason and i'm curious about the tv guide like is somebody watching the tv in the physics lab a lot that they need a tv guide yeah, why there? would there be a tv guide in the classroom and right next to the computer it's a weird is that supposed to be a? That's a Gen maybe, X maybe thing Gen X too, watches right? TV like, on the computer. We just watch TV all the time. That's all we do. I don't know. Whatever, man. Whatever. I'm watching TV. Who needs calculus? I got MTV. Yeah. <gasps> Which is a perfect segue. See you in the funny paper soon. Yeah, so it's the perfect segue because, as we already mentioned, well, okay. So I think it's funny. That we ever try to predict what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned several other things. And I really apologize if anybody got excited about any of the things we said we might do this week. We said the Brady Bunch movie. We said Jane Eyre. We said Emma. Oh, man. People were so excited we about Jane Eyre, I bet. A different <laughs> William Hurt 
something or other. Oh, God, I can't wait to hear those idiots talk about Jane Eyre. I mean, it would be pretty good. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, we decided that we wanted to do something just a little shorter. Yes. To, I don't know, sometimes it's fun to talk about short episodes of things. And this show, every episode has two 11-minute episodes. Yeah. So it's very short. So we're going to try to do a bunch of episodes of The Head. I think we're going to watch them all. At least the first season. There are only seven. There are seven. So 14 mini-sodes in between each one. And these, speaking of mini-sodes, these might kind of be mini-sodes. Because I don't know that there's a lot to talk about. And they're real short. So. Yeah. Part of the reason we wanted to do some short things is because I'm going to be gone for two weeks coming up. So we're trying to do... We're going to record a whole bunch before that. We're going to do some, yeah, we're going to get some episodes out so that we don't miss any weeks because we're really committed to not missing any weeks. Yeah, we've been back on. We were a little late last week. Um, Sorry, I like to blame it on Apple being down for a day. Like all of their services went down. I was like, sweet, we're late. We can just blame it on podcasts and everything being down. But that's not the reason. We We were just late. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so the head. Yeah. So the basic premise of the head is this guy, Jim. Yeah, the basic in, premise. Who's in trade Please school. Please try to say yeah, the it's basic just a premise. Simple, you know, <laughs> just the standard sitcom premise. You know, you're used to it. Um, wakes up <laughs> you know. one morning. He goes out late at night, looks at the stars. <laughs> Next morning, he wakes up and his head is fucking huge. Like taller than his whole body. Yeah, it's not just huge. It's, yeah, his head is Twice the size of the length of his entire body, I would say. And it's bulbous. It's like a big egg-like thing it's on really top of his head. Looking. It's enormous. Yeah. Um, and there's, I'm going to, spoiler, but there's an alien inside there. Wow. So, I mean, I guess we do find that out fairly quickly. Yeah. So he goes to the doctor. It opens with Dr. Axel, who looks like Beavis from Beavis Oh Beavis my God, thank you. You know yeah. what I wrote? I wrote, uh, Dr. Axel looks like Beavis's uncle. Yeah. Like he's probably Beavis's uncle. Let's go over this one more time. You say you were taking a walk. It was about 11.45 p.m. when you noticed some flashing lights in the sky. You blacked out. You woke the next morning to find yourself in bed, and that's when you first realized something was odd. So he has a blonde mustache and big blonde hair. It's very, the style is very Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Was the same, were there the same, like, artists or animators? I don't or know. The, the creator of this was Eric Fogel, who later did Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Um, but Mike Judge was in the credits. Yeah. So. But not as a creator? No, because, well, He's we'll a... get to that later. But so he looks like Beavis. Dr. Axel looks like Beavis. Um, but he always wears his stethoscope around his shoulders. <laughs> like doctors and his, do, yeah. Like the light. Yes. Um, thing that I wish doctors... doctors still wore those I... minor lights. When did they wear those? I don't know. Because I've never seen a doctor wear one of those, but they that... That went on for so long. You would think that, that they would stereotype of like, have like headlamps on now if they were wearing those things back then. Like it's really important for doctors to have light. I don't. I don't. Was it like pre-electricity? Free? Maybe. I mean, this show isn't set in pre-electricity times, but. Oh, I know. So Dr. Axel is talking to his patient and we just see the patient like a close up on his face and it's not showing the top of his right. head. And then it slowly reveals that he has this huge fucking head. Um and he tells them that he they tried x-rays and they can't see. It doesn't penetrate it. All they it. see is a dark 
Yeah, it's just shape. black. Or it's something. just a black, and you later see him just staring at that, which I thought was really yeah. funny. And he, they can't fit him in the CAT scan machine, so they can't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they don't have the technology to figure out what's in there or do oh, surgery on him. Okay, but my favorite though is when he says, "I've seen cases similar to this," and then he shows a series oh, of a series of Polaroids yeah. that are like just these shitty drawings of. People with really fucked up heads. Well, the first few are like kind of weird, like a little weird. And then the last one is, it looks like a fucking Picasso. Yeah, it's really... It, like it's a patient. I thought it was really, really funny. I I found this show actually very funny until we got to the alien part. Really? I don't know. I, I The alien grew on me a little bit. Yeah. Um, As it went on. But like, I hate the voice of the alien. Yeah, it's really annoying. Very much. It's it, super like processed. <sighs> Like, I mean, it sounds like robot alien, kind yeah. of like. Take me to your leader. <laughs> you don't know how long I've been waiting to say that. But it's so weird. And it's so. It's like. It's one of those things that's so fucking weird, but also um, so clearly just like full of metaphors about yeah. life and regular life. They're and not real subtle. Being though. alive. Yeah, yeah. Did I say subtle? No. Yeah, no. There it's full of um I'm, I don't know. It's just I just but it's so it, it made me laugh a lot. Yeah. I thought I thought there were a lot of really well very Gen X, very Gen X stuff mm-hmm. in there. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like and everybody's just sort of like not weirded out by this guy yeah. in as much as they should be like the doctor is not really weirded out and then um well that's the next episode the date we'll talk about that later yeah. i guess but so these jim walks home from the doctor's office and these three like street toughs right. see him and are making fun of his head kind and of he's and just like what's like, wrong with you freak this like melancholy dude with yeah. a lot a lot of like internal monologue going on and there's a lot of shots of him walking like up and down the street in this town and his head is just huge and it casts a shadow. Like they had a lot of fun drawing the shadow of the head and him going in and out of doorways and stuff. Yes, it's Um, very good. So they pulled knives on him. They're going to mug him and they're making fun of his head. And then his head gets all like all these bubbles. fills up with like bubbles. It's so gross. Like pimples start showing up all over it or something. And then it like blasts open. It like splits in half. Splits in half. His head just. And this purple demon thing yeah. pops out and beats the shit yeah, out of the bad guys. Yeah, it has horns. Has a little of, tail. It looks a lot like one of the gargoyles, actually. It does. Yeah, That's I forget which one was na- the name of which one. Brooklyn, maybe, or. Um... Goliath? No. Uh... You remember Goliath. Oh, I remember Goliath. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it looks, yeah. It, it's a similar type of It kind of looks like the dog. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but purple. And with a spine that sticks out, you know, you can see the knots in the spine. and So then it kicks these these guys' ass and jumps back in his head, and then he walks home. He's just like, I'm just going to go home. I thought that having an enormous head was bizarre, but nothing could have prepared me for what went down in the alley. I had to find out what was going on. I had to get home. So at first I wasn't sure if he remembered what had happened, but... He did. He talks about it. He narrates a lot yeah. of the show. He's um, like, huh. And I really like. That liked, was weird. He gets home and like ducks under the door and then goes and looks in the mirror. And then the alien comes out and introduces himself and stuff. His name's Roy. 
Well, his name is this other thing he says. Hello, Jim. My name is You can call me Roy. I'm glad we can finally talk face to face. I'm from outer space. Okay. Which is something backwards. It really yeah. sounded like it was something played backwards. We should have. I thought about that at the time. We should try to play it. We really should have played it backwards before so we could talk right now about what yeah. it says. Yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't say anything. It's just meant to sound like it's like backwards. But yeah. Um, yeah. So Roy and Jim talk and Roy explains that he's there to stop an alien invasion. Um, and he's an alien and he's living inside Roy's or Jim's head because it helps him acclimate to their atmosphere and helps him stay alive. And apparently it doesn't hurt Jim at all. Yep. Just has a giant fucking head. Um, when did Beavis or not Beavis, sorry, Butthead showed up and I was like, oh, it's Butthead, but I don't remember where or why. The three guys that like attack him call the cops and they're on the news and stuff. And the feds, it shows like a big building that says government G-O-V-T over this like archway. (laughs) Um, And then it shows two guys in sunglasses and suits watching all these surveillance cameras and then playing Pong on the last screen. (laughs) And Butthead walks in (laughs) inexplicably just in his Metallica shirt. And he just walks in and hands them a tape. And then they like threaten him or I don't remember. I beat just, him up a little bit and he all leaves. All I wrote was it's butthead. Uh here. What you got there, dork? Uh, 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 I'll take that. Uh that fuck. <laughs> so weird. It's like inexplicable. So Mike Judge is in the credits because it's he just voices because butthead. They're like, oh, this'll get people to watch this show. People love Beavis right. and Butthead. And this, the drawing style is very similar, too. It's very similar. It's very MTV. It's very mid-90s MTV. Yeah. I love it for that. So um, I don't know how much other crossover there was between artists or anything yeah, else. Yeah, we didn't but, see any others. But, I mean, with, like, Butthead or Beavis or any other characters that we recognized. Um, he has a poster on his wall in his in his little apartment. Did you notice? His walls are almost entirely bare. Yeah. But he has this one... Well, I say poster. It looks like a poster. It's like a framed. I guess it's framed because later you see though. it yeah. cracked like gra- like glass. But um, half of it says Dali at the bottom, mm-hmm. which like <laughs> no Dali painting would ever say. But anyway, supposedly he has a Dali painting. On it's his like wall, one of those posters it. you buy at the museum, like at store, the art fair, or yeah. yeah. So the feds get the tape. They see him, and then they call someone. They're we find out that their boss is named Dr. Elliot. Finally, an eyewitness to support my theory. Those fools at the Institute will rue the day they left at Dr. Lucas Elliot. And he has a weird shaped head too, He's but I think that's just the drawing dude. style. He really looks like a professor I had in college, sort of, <laughs> whose name was Tom Love. Just in case anybody I went to college with is listening, he... he uh, it's Tom Love. Tom Love had a big forehead too, and he had like kind of not this big though. Like he's just smiling all the time. Tom squinty Love squinty eyes. Doctor Elliot. Well, yeah, his eyes smile. were squinty because he was smiling. This guy just never opens his eyes. Yeah, it's just the drawing style. Doctor Axel doesn't really open his eyes either. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's funny. It's actually drives me a little crazy because like, why won't they just open their eyes? So, Doctor Axel. Wants to do more tests. He calls and leaves a bunch of messages for Jim. 
and Roy is like listening to the the voicemails with him as they're getting acquainted or whatever. He's listening. They're listening to his messages. And the last one is from Madeline. And Roy <laughs> is like, who's Madeline? And, and Jim says, only the single most beautiful girl in my arc welding class. And yeah, I don't she's, know what arc welding is, but it's just welding with a an arc. I don't know what an arc is. What is that? Like Noah's Ark? Like they no, it's like an electrical arc. You, a bunch of species. It makes an electrical arc and you melt the, I don't know. Let's take all this out because I can't describe it well no, enough. No, it's I sound like not, an idiot. not coming out. You know how much I leave in where I sound like an idiot every week, Micah. So no, you are also going to have to sound like an idiot. It's I, is it, I'm the one who doesn't even know what an arc is. Is so. it the gas? Is it like argon something? Why are you asking the, me? I don't know. I know. I've welded before. I know this. I should know this. Anyway, that's... And then we lead right into the next mini-sode, which yeah. is called The Date. And he's like, oh, shit, I forgot I had this date with Madeline. Yeah. What am I going to do? I obviously have to cancel. I have a giant-ass head. And Roy's like, no. No, don't cancel. Why you does he more say confidence. Not to... Oh, yeah. He's just trying to help him out, I guess. Yeah. So Roy points out that Jim has been way more confident since he's been, like, Roy has been in his head. Um, so he's going to help him be more confident and stuff. And he says a bunch of cliches about just be yourself. One look at my head, she's liable to pass out. I gotta call her back. No, Jim. I know you've got this big giant head, but there's nothing you can do about it. So just, uh, just be yourself. She'll love you for who you are. Beauty is only skin deep. Actions speak louder than words. What? Okay, forget all that crap. Um, and then he's like, no, just be confident. Don't worry, we'll do it. And then there's this weird montage where they cook dinner really quickly. And Roy has these two knives that he cuts up all the shrimp with and they throw the food In around. The air. Yeah. It's really yeah. bizarre. Yep. And they light some candles and it's a beautiful little scene. And then Madeline shows up. Yeah. Wait, though. Was it before or after all that? I think it was before that, that they show Dr. Axel again. And you know how my notes are. I only took two notes on the on the date. And the first one says, what did this doctor do with a German shepherd? Oh, yeah. Because he said something about, was he like apologizing? I'm he's, sorry about this. I'm sorry about the German, the incident with no, the German shepherd. No, I don't shepherd. know. He's like really worried about Jim. And he's sitting in his office, leaving him messages. And he calls his secretary and says, like, make sure if he calls that you patch him right through. I need to talk to him. And and then he opens a drawer on his desk and there's a bottle in there, like a bottle of alcohol. And he's like, no, I won't. I won't take a drink or I won't do it. Don't do it, man. Remember the Christmas party and the German shepherd and all that trouble with the ASPCA. Oh, Yeah. What that's the it. fuck happened with I the German know. Shepherd? Do you think he had sex with a dog? Because that's where my mind went. It wasn't just that. He he said other things, but that was the one that I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And so Madeline shows up and, um, you know, she's pretty cool about the whole thing. Yeah. She's fine with it. <laughs> she's like, uh, she's like, I haven't seen you like, around, the, around trade school lately. And he's like, yeah, I've been kind of laying low because got this head thing at first he tells her it's an allergic reaction or something that's right and the doctor said he not to worry the doctor about it said it was an allergic reaction but then she finds out that's not what it was because the alien comes out and she's yeah. like you said it was an allergic reaction uh madeline uh, this is roy roy this, this is uh, uh. 
So the alien comes out because he's in Jim's head, like as they're eating dinner, and he's using some little machine to track things. And he sees um, something coming and he's freaking out about it. Like the lights start flashing in, in Jim's head and there's a fireball headed toward the earth. We see that. Um, yeah. And it crashes through the ceiling and Jim is like, take cover, take cover. Or Roy is like, take cover to Jim. And that's when she's like, what is this? What's going on? And this alien flies through the ceiling and his name is Gork. Gork. I love it. Like Mork. And Gork has a really like. Ugly. He's ugly and well, weird. Well, they're His both ugly. Weird, but um, Gork has like a Gork kind of looks British like Chunk. or a Mid-Atlantic accent. He does kind of. His eyes are like his eyes are off-centered. Yeah. I guess that's the only thing that looks like Chunk. And Gork is a different alien species we hear that is parasitic, and they want to go. Yeah, they want to like get in everybody's heads and take over the planet because that's what happened to Roy's planet, right? And so there's this. So you find out Roy is like a good guy. Yeah. You think he's like this demon at first, and then he he really does kind of grow on you, even though his voice is irritating as fuck. But yeah, so Gort, so there's this big fight. Did we mention that Roy is purple and he has blue eyes? Like I don't big, think so. His eyes are like Just long and blue, blue and all blue. Yeah, they're really, really cool looking. Odd looking. Um, and Gork has more normalish eyes, but he's like a pale green. Yeah. Um, so they Gork and Roy horns, fight. I think. Yeah, they have little horns. I think. They fight. There's a big fight. And then, unfortunately... <laughs> it's over, Gork. You're finished. I think not. You see, it's not over until it's over. No! Madeline! Gork gets into Madeline's head. Yeah. And then Madeline has a giant head. But it's different because she doesn't seem... She's now not so the shit that Gork does is that he will take over your brain, right? And he eats your. We find that out cerebral in the later cortex. Episode. Yeah. yeah. So eventually, after a few weeks, she'll be dead, basically. Yeah. But the end of this episode is just him jumping inside Madeline's brain or Madeline's head, and yeah. then she walks out, and as she she's punches, walking out, she yeah. punches Jim. She punches Jim, and it's a real cliffhanger. And, like knocks him out. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I did not at all see that coming. I I was um, pleasantly surprised by how surprised I was by I that. I thought Madeline was going to be like a cool character that was going to hang out. Oh, I think she will be. You don't she, think she's going to be a character? Yeah, she will. They'll go. They'll go help her. But she does mention to Jim at one point. The, one of the reasons she's so cool with his giant head is that she volunteers at some center that has groups, and one of the groups is for human anomalies. I thought for sure that you'd be repulsed when you saw me. I guess I was wrong. Well, you caught me a little off guard, but to tell you the truth, I'm used to things like this. You are? You know how I work down at the center. Well, there's a support group down there for, uh, human anomalies. You mean freaks? They're not freaks. They're just a little different. Really a great bunch of people. Yeah, so I imagine we'll see those people at some point. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of it. I, I feel like there's so much I wish that I could describe. I would have to be watching it while talking because I can't take notes on every single thing that happens. But there are just so many little, I don't know, like the building being labeled government. government. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just felt like there was a lot of really 
The government agents, their license plate says feds. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought there was a lot of um, small, really funny, clever things going on. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I think, I don't know how you interpreted the whole thing, but to me, it's like, for me personally, it, it's basically a metaphor for like mental illness. You know, mm. I mean, like, that's the alien I have in my head. <laughs> um, it's not physically visible, but... Yeah, I mean your head's I absolutely huge, but have, not that huge. My head is gigantic, you guys. But <laughs> and when it splits open, I do sometimes get confused. Yeah, you're but. really a funny man. But yeah, that's that's sort of what I thought about. Is like um, it felt very just that, that I absolutely have a fucking demon in my head. <laughs> it felt very '90s to me. Like he's Jim's character is just so stoic about the whole thing yes oh my god i love like whatever i really love it it's (laughs) it's like the the see you in the funny papers that you picked is so perfect for this week because it is very much like whatever kind of like he's unhappy about it but like you know you try to imagine yourself in that situation now he just fucking freaked out you would be he's just like walking around i don't know i mean he does go to the doctor but the doctor has no answer so he's like oh well i'll just go home yeah. And then yeah. when he finds out there's an alien in there, he's like, uh, all right. And Madeline's attitude too, uh, okay. Oh my God. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I really, I'm, I'm into it. I don't, like I said, I don't love the aliens themselves. I don't know. It took something away from it for me. Yeah. But, um, I'm hoping that part will grow on me as it, as it already has, as I said, like yeah. Roy has already grown on me a little bit because you, he is, it seems like he's a good guy. You know, it seems like he's, he's looking out for the human guy. race. Who knows? That there might be a twist with that. I don't know. But it also, as we mentioned, looks a lot like Beavis and Butthead. Like the style yes, is oh very good. It looks really shitty, like blown up on a much larger TV than it was intended to be watched on. Yeah, I actually uh I was thinking about the fact that this is a show I absolutely would have watched yeah. at the time, at age sixteen, mm-hmm. if I had still been so I ran away from home. So leading up to me going to Montana, about a year before that happened, I ran away from home and I lived in this like <laughs> dungeon of an apartment with a bunch of other people, um, a bunch of like high school dropouts. And basically we were all just like doing drugs and hanging out in this apartment. And we watched a lot of Beavis and Butthead mm. in that apartment. I eventually went back home after a few months, but, and, and at home, like you, Micah, I lived out in the woods and we did not have cable Mm -hmm. and I did not have MTV at home. But if I had still been living in that disgusting fucking apartment, we absolutely would have watched this. Yeah. This would have been right up your alley. Oh my God. I think so. I think so. Yeah. It also has that, like, it's very irreverent. It feels like that. It feels like. That 90s MTV, like, whatever, we're cool, we're being weird, we know it, and we're being weird just to be weird and a little bit gross. Like, every time Roy comes out of his head, it's like there's blood and other stuff that comes out at first. Yeah, which, honestly, I would have been kind of grossed out by. I was a real baby about that kind of shit. Gross. But But they don't do it as much as it goes on, it seems like. seems like the first few times there was more. It's not that bad. I mean, it's pretty gross. When he comes out during dinner... Yeah, he comes he like, out, but it's like in a bunch of like pink slime. Yeah, it's not blood. It like gooshes out all over the table and their dinner. It's really nasty. But yeah, I could see that being popular in a 
little house you were living in, in where everybody's fucking, in an apartment where everybody's high constantly and yeah you know why i eventually went home well there's more than one reason but i got scabies in that apartment mm. how disgusting is that i can i can barely even admit that without being disgusted by myself um but yeah that's what happened in that's that kind of a teens place teens are gross and they don't take care of things it wasn't just teens it was <laughs> not like your normal High school teens. It was um, a really different situation than that. But yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of that and like running away, you want to hear some exciting news? Yeah. I um, I have mentioned I'm writing a book about Montana and uh, I sent some query letters and I got a response right away and somebody wants my manuscript, Micah. Yeah. So I, did you send it to him? Your finished manuscript? It's not finished yet, so I'm uh, I'm working on it. But yeah, I just thought of that because I write about the runaway mm. and that apartment and stuff. And the scabies? Yeah, and the scabies. Um, How do you get rid of scabies? In the manuscript. Oh, I don't remember. Some cream, I think. Mm. I went to the doctor and got something for it. I've never felt as disgusting. They're like little things that like burrow under your skin, right? It's like body lice. You have little bumps on. mm. Yeah, like on around my wrists and stuff. Cool, 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 cool. Does that make you want to have sex with me again ever, (laughs) or how are you feeling about that right now? Well, I haven't seen any like bumps around your wrists recently. No, I mean I don't have it now. Twenty-five years ago, I only (laughs) that more than that. I was sixteen. Okay. No, I mean. Yeah, it's not, I don't have it now. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't right. had it since, in Good. fact. Uh, it's so. not like, you know, a repeating sort of thing. But well, it, it could is, be. it's I mean, still disgusting. It's the not fuck like chicken pox. Like you can catch babies oh, again, right? God. I just, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, we didn't clean and it was gross, but that doesn't create scabies in and of itself. Like, where do, I don't even. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that part anymore. Yeah, I don't know. This is I don't want this to turn into a scabies podcast. Not at all. No. But anyway, I'm excited about the head. I think it's um I think it's sort of perfect for this podcast because like I said, had I been around, like a lot of the stuff we watch and talk about isn't stuff I would have seen probably anyway at the time, you know? Um, but this is one that was just right up that mm-hmm. like you know, angsty, older teen alley. Yeah. And like you were saying, there's the mental health yes. metaphor possibly. And there's the, like the scabies and the parasite in Jim's okay. brain. Okay, come on. Don't keep bringing up, don't keep bringing up that. Sorry. I went through some shit, okay? And that was one of the things. I was sent away from home and it wasn't for nothing, Okay. Just because you had scabies. No, fuck off. Oh, my God. So we are going to watch more of The Head. We promise. This isn't like Jane Eyre bullshit or The Brady Bunch or Emma, you know, that we keep bringing up. We are going to watch more of The Head. and Yeah, we'll probably do a few in a row. If you have, if you remember this show or were really into it, let us know, please. Um, we can, would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. You can yeah. contact us on Twitter at Never Saw That Pod. Yep. Or join our Facebook group, which is just called I Never Saw That. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, too, at I Never Saw That, but um, it's not as communicative. You know what's really weird is my wrist is really itchy right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. 
We shouldn't have invited all those dirty teens to live with us, Mike. I think we have to go get some cream. Okay. Yeah, so kind of a short episode. Um, Probably we're going to do a few that are just a little bit shorter. Sorry about that. It's a short show. But if you have memories that you want to share with us, we can talk about those too. So We'd love that. Send them in. And you can, we had to pay, we had to buy it. Um, thank you to our patrons so yeah. much because you help us do things like that. But we bought the season, um, it's like 10 bucks so that we could do the rest of it. I don't know if we'll do seven episodes on this show. We might <laughs> combine more than just we did tonight. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll just feel it out. Okay. Okay. Do you have any, uh, last minute, um, jokes? Nope. All out of jokes. I think we should tell jokes at the end. Now. Oh, Micah. <laughs> I'm regretting that I shared that very, very personal thing on this podcast mm. now. Well, I already knew that. I've I know, I've and yet before. you want to you want to make it. You want to keep bringing it up. Made me feel like gross. Well, scabies are gross, though. But you're not gross. I'll just keep saying that. Okay, thank you everybody for listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We really appreciate it very much, and um, uh, thanks to Grandma Cray for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Mine's Violet for our music. Until next time, see See you in in the the 90s. 90s. Safe home, dear friends, and come again to behold the mysteries of MTV's oddities. Space.